This episode of the Weekly Regular is brought to you by Phone Light. Phone Light. You ever you ever thought that the light on your phone just didn't do enough? Oh, all the time, yeah. Yeah, like it's either on or off. Yeah, that's, it's that's like, lame, right? I can't, I just can't win. Yeah. Well, now uh, there's this new product. They're a startup company. Go it's on. called Phone Light. Okay. And it's like uh, it's a light that you attach to where your light is on your your smartphone. Uh huh. This is a flashlight. Yeah, and yeah. it allows your light to do more things than just turn on and off. Really? Like mm-hmm. what kinds of things? Well, it allows it to dim first of all. Okay. Uh, I I think the flashlight does that uh, by default already. Like there's a few different brightness settings, but no. But this allows you to do it like this allows you to do it like uh. Like it allows you to dim, like by swiping your finger down the front of the screen. Yeah, yeah. That you're. I think you're describing the the flashlight, uh, just utility that's on the iPhone. Really? Maybe, maybe for Android it's different, but yeah, that's what I have in Android. So. Oh, okay. So I actually for, have for an Android users. I actually have an HTC Droid phone. Oh, okay. So you haven't upgraded your smartphone in like ten years. No, no. So every time I turn my phone on, it goes Droid. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. well then this this sounds like a great product. For yeah, you. so you put it on like where the light would be, and then it allows you to take flash photography. Okay, wait. So, but you you said where it would be. Do you have a flashlight on your phone currently, or no? No, the the HTC Droid, the version I have, doesn't have one there. But if it did have one, that the spot where it would be is where I put. Oh, is where I put the 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 phone light. Okay. Uh. Okay. So if you have a camera on your phone and your phone is old and you want a flashlight or a flash for your camera, mm-hmm. uh, then this is a, a great product. Yeah, it does more than that. Oh, okay. What else does it do? Uh, it also, uh, you can turn it on without unlocking your phone. You just swipe up. It brings the menu up for the light and you press on and it turns on. Oh. It's super convenient. Cool. Does, your phone doesn't do that, right? Yeah. No, it definitely does that. Yeah. Oh, man. Phones now, that's like pretty standard. Okay, well, it also, also, it, uh, oh, man. So, there's also a setting where, like, you can set it to where as, like, an alert. So, when you get a text message, it'll flash the light. That's super helpful, right? Yeah, that is super helpful um, because I have it enabled on my phone um, already. Oh, you you bought the phone light product? No, no, my phone just comes with that. Oh, man. Uh, It might be, honestly, like, I don't want to kill our sponsor, but it might be easier for you to just buy a new phone. How much does the phone light cost? The phone light? Yeah. Um, it costs uh, $799.99. Oh, so, oh, I thought that was going to be $7.99. No, 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 $799.99. But if, but if you can choose to pay for the light, you can make installment payments monthly as a part of your phone plan bill. Gotcha. Your phone bill, phone bill plan? Phone, phone, phone bill plan. plan. Phone plan. Yes. Yes. Okay. So it sounds to me like you probably... And if you switch to Verizon now, you get a free phone light with a new plan. Oh, okay. Like a new phone plan. It's like a BOGO deal? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, honestly, man, I think you might just want to get a new phone, because that's pretty much the same... Actually, it's exactly the same price as a brand new phone. But do they make brand new HTC droids? Is there like they, a 2019 HTC Droid think phone? HTC makes phones anymore because they weren't good phones. I mean, now we're getting into really subjective territory. Have you? Does your phone make a noise when you start it up? Uh, no. So then, just, how do you know when it's on? I mean, it, it turns on. the The light turns on. What if you're the, blind? The phone. 
that's really not inclusive for people with disabilities. Okay. So if you have a very old phone yeah. or if you're blind. Don't uh, say it dismissively. <laughs> Some people can't choose whether or not they're blind. I chose Wait, to blind myself <laughs> a few years ago. I chose. I said, you know what? I don't want to live a life where I take the my vision and the world around me for granted. So I, I'm, I'm going to force myself to not be able to do that anymore. I do know so you're I, a big superhero fan. So, so I poured bleach into my eyes. Okay. Was was this like with the thought that your other senses would heighten? That has happened. I didn't think about that at first, but that yeah, that for sure has happened. Okay, like I can hear that. I can hear that you're not excited about the phone light based on your heart rhythm. Oh, you can hear that. Yeah, I can hear that. It hasn't changed since I started talking. Yeah, no. If anything, it's probably slowed down. It has yeah, slowed I'm, down, uh, which indicates boredom. Is there like a promo code? There or is a promo code. Okay, so cool. if you go to phone, they don't have a website, but they do have an Instagram. So if you go to phone Instagram dot com slash phone light, you at the top. That's of, just the name of it. Yes, phone light. Yes, you, okay. you Instagram dot com slash phone light. DM them the promo code. Okay. Well, hang on. I'm looking at it right now, and uh, there's actually a lot of pictures like of of use of people using it. it looks like it's all you. Are you? somehow connected to the company uh i don't know i couldn't really tell what was going on i'm blind all right welcome to another episode of the weekly regular my name is asan and my name is brandon welcome back welcome back man last week was a good week it's a good podcast last week uh oh last week's podcast i thought you meant well, I mean that w- that last some week's of the stuff podcast. We're talk about is not good. <laughs> well, it <laughs> depends on who, who we're talking about. But last week's podcast was part of last week, so I mean, you know, it's a, it was a highlight of the week. So we contributed to the overall goodness of the week. Yeah, the overall over and under of the week. I think we contributed to the positive side. Yeah, for sure. Um, Brandon, what you what you do this past week? Uh, this past week, um, I had a wedding gig, and um, how was that? It was good. I I got there. It was just a, a house, mm-hmm. um, a smaller house than I was expecting, uh, and they the whole thing was outside. And in the back there were some horses. Uh, there were two horses that we played directly in front of. That'll come back in the third act of my story. Um, and they were cool horses, and uh, we set up and everything. Are there not cool horses? Are there like uncool horses? There are some horses that are straight up dicks, yeah. (laughs) And how do you tell those horses versus the cool horses that you saw? Um, I like to neigh at them, and if they neigh back, they're cool horses. (laughs) Okay. If they don't, like they're too cool for school... And no, just not and, and I feel like over under is now a, and the official theme of this episode. It is, yeah. Um, what's the over under like on reactions that the horses give you based on you neighing them and agitating them? Is it typically positive or typically negative? Um, it's typically pretty negative. Yeah, gotcha. uh, I, I run across a lot of uh, not cool horses, mm-hmm. um, which is why it's so notable that these horses were cool. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, so you were there was a house and there was two cool horses. They were super cool horses. Okay, um, and the band played, and uh, we left for a little bit beforehand because it was the ceremony, so we needed to get out of the way. And when we came back. Uh, there was sitting in the back row uh, a gentleman by the name of uh, Sir Peter Holmes. 
along with his wife. His and, name was Sir. His name is Sir Peter Holmes. Uh, I, I guess I don't know if he's a knight. Um, <laughs> but Pete, the, Pete Holmes was Pete there. Holmes was there. The stand-up comedian. Yes, and podcaster. Um, I am a, a big Pete Holmes fan, as are you. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was a little bit starstruck. Um, more than I thought I would be. Okay. Um, do you, do you speak to him? I didn't No, oh. Cause I didn't want to be that guy. Oh, and gotcha. I probably wouldn't have been able to control myself. Uh, and I would have made a fool. Out you could have went up to him and been like, Hey man, cool to see you at this wedding. Are you crashing it? No, <laughs> no. If you don't know Pete Holmes, that's the name of his show. <laughs> no. Don't explain make my a, jokes. Make a my comedy. Joke my comedy is for my comedy is for those who know. And if you don't know, it's not for you. I'm right. one of those elitist comedians. <laughs> you sound real fun. <laughs> um, and anyway, so Pete Holmes was there uh, with his wife and uh, baby uh, child, like new baby child. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And we did walk by each other once. I uh, I got flushed. And, uh, yeah. You didn't, so you walked, was he by himself? Uh, when he walked by me, yeah, it was right after it was over. And you didn't say anything to him then? That's like the no, one time to be man. like, you, okay, so what's, what, what, what would you say in that scenario? I would have said something really cool. Cause like, really cool. Like what? You would have neighed at him? <laughs> I'd have been, yeah, I'd have neighed at him to see, to gauge his, his <laughs> response. No, like, I feel like once you get to a certain level of like notoriety you know that people know who you are to a certain extent so like i'm assuming i don't know um (laughs) but like but like i don't know i probably would have been like especially if it was like towards the end of the night and like you haven't no one's bothered him all night like i think you know so this was uh, i this is why i didn't bother him because this was right after they're like okay mr and mrs so-and-so and then they walk off he goes straight to the bathroom so he's got to pee. Uh huh. Is he is at this point when you walk past him? Is he going to the bathroom or yes. coming from the bathroom? He's going to oh, the bathroom. Okay. Well, right I after this thing at like a very personal, like a friend's wedding, I want to be like, hey, I, I, I love your show. I don't know why this matters, but was he on his phone or was he not on his phone? He wasn't on his phone. No. Oh, dude, you had a you had a you had <laughs> the perfect opportunity. Um, all you uh, here's here's what you say. Here's what you do. You don't say, "Oh, you're Pete Holmes," or "Hey, you're Pete Holmes." Well, yeah, you of course you don't. No, because he knows that you know. Because he know he when people I I feel like when someone recognizes, I've been recognized before, not because I'm a person worth recognizing, but because someone maybe has seen me before in the same Vons before or something, you know. <laughs> And they wait. You you bought chips last time you were here, (laughs) like that type of thing. And you can feel when someone's like noticing you, but they are trying not to like look like when they're looking at you longer than like a stranger would be looking at you. Yeah, like this person knows. So I guarantee you, Pete Holmes knew not just you, but knew that whoever knew who he was at that wedding, he knew that you guys knew. And so, like, I think. Because you haven't bothered him all night, it would have been perfectly fine for you to be like, as you're walking, he's going to the bathroom, and you're walking the bathroom, walking from the bathroom to say, hey man, I love you with all my heart. <laughs> no. But you could have totally said like, hey man, uh, I'm a big fan. That's and, it? That's and then, all you get? Yeah. I'm a big fan? Yeah, because he, he guarantee you, because you're in the band, you yeah. have a tux on. I mean, he doesn't know that. I'm in a tux, but he doesn't know I'm in the band. I'm, I guarantee you, how, how old was the bride and groom? They were like mid thirties. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, 
besides a wedding party, you and the other band members are the only people in tuxes. <laughs> Actually, there wasn't even a wedding party, so... Okay, then. There you go. Yeah, you're right. So, he knew you were in the band, right? Um, yeah, So, probably. all you had to do was be like, hey, man, uh... Oh, like like you noticed him? Like, oh, hey, man. Uh, oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. Oh, 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 oh. No, but just like, hey, man, I'm a big fan. And he would have been like, oh, thank <laughs> should I Should I try out my yes. beat homes? Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Let's try it. <laughs> hey, man, I'm a big fan. <laughs> I can't do it. I'm embarrassed. I know he's not listening to the show, but I feel like he's listening to the show. He might someday. I he know. probably he has a Google know. search out there. Yeah, he, uh, like a Google or alert. A Google alert. A Google yeah. alert. Um, yeah, no, uh, so you'd, you'd be like, say, dude, you can send me up. Oh, hey, man, I'm a big fan. Oh, oh, thank, <laughs> I can't do it, I can't no, do it. No. no, but he would have been like, thanks, man, I, I, he probably would have, thanks, man, I appreciate it. Because he's like a, he's a present guy, like, he's a, you know. Yes, He's yes. a very, he seems like a very, uh, I don't know, thoughtful person. He probably would have said, oh, thank yeah. you, I appreciate that, and would have went to go pee. So, Unle- I, uh, either that or he would have been like, sorry man, can't talk, got really bad right. diarrhea. Well, <laughs> that's the thing, is I also don't want to talk to him and he's a straight up jerk and then that ruins all of Pete Holmes' stuff for me now. <laughs> yeah, no, I get that too. Well, that's why you just say it in passing, not like, hey man, can I talk to you for a second? <laughs> yeah, I'm a big fan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey man, big fan. Because yeah. you're, go- you're going to make eye contact if he's not on his phone. And that's right. another thing. I think, like, that's a, a celebrity defense mechanism. Like, to uh, anytime you're somewhere by yourself is to, like, be on your phone and, like, be looking at your uh, your handheld device. But if if he's a celebrity and he's walking without his phone, his guards are down. He's he's open he's and willing. He's asking for he's it. He's asking. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he wanted it. <laughs> If he didn't want to be talked to, why did he make himself available to be talked to? Why didn't he pull his phone out? Why why did he dress like that? Uh, (laughs) If he didn't Uh, want it, he wouldn't have wore that. All right. So uh, the rest of the night, so then we we set up and we played, and I did... And you played the theme theme from his podcast. No, I didn't play the theme from his podcast. But uh, we were playing dinner music, Uh and we're playing like standard dinner music, but people are dancing. They're like a very... standard dinner music crowd well for us uh-huh. it's a lot of like um, sinatra kind of stuff well sometimes fly me to the moon sometimes that yeah or like dock of a bay um, otis redding otis redding or on uh, the dock of the bay. uh what's the ordinary people john legend girl, like, hold on girl uh, girl Girl, I'm in love with you. This ain't the honeymoon. Yeah, that's pretty good. We're past the infatuation vein. Huh? Oh, right in the thick of love. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so then I did. Hold on. Speaking of John Legend, hold on. I have to say, I have to say this. So, uh, me and my girlfriend, every time we watch a lot of Hulu because we don't have lives and every time so and here's how much we don't have lives we use someone else's Hulu who doesn't have the Hulu with no Hulu no commercials so there's like 10 commercials every 5 minutes so you might as well be watching regular TV (laughs) yeah there's actually less commercials on regular TV but we watch it at a very structured time too yeah but right now there's like a I think it's like a Pampers commercial or something like that where John have you seen it John Uh Legend's in it and it's kind of a weird I have the Hulu without ads so it's kind of a weird off-putting commercial and it shouldn't be it's gonna sound like it's not but it is it's John Legend and his uh, kid I can't remember if it's a girl or boy uh, because it's like a baby um, 
but he's changing the kid's diaper and he's like you know he's dressed in white and it looks very like soothing and calm it looks like you know when you buy detergent and it's like the the fresh laundry scent or like the fresh Mm -hmm. cotton scent Mm -hmm. that like open window and it's like it looks like that (laughs) the commercial and um john legend's like someone's got a stinky booty and he's like (laughs) and he's singing to his kid right <laughs> but then it cuts to like a bunch of different like dads singing that uh-huh. to their kids and it but it's not as charming when it's like regular people and not John Legend. Because oh, okay. <laughs> part of what makes it charming is we know he's like a professional musician, so for him to sing a little cute song is funny. But like for some regular guy from central casting to be like, Someone's got a stinky booty it's just like, Oh, all right. Is and it- and stinky booty is just kind of a <laughs> right. it's a very funny phrase. <laughs> So me and my girlfriend say that to each other all the time now. Someone's got a stinky booty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like like if she gets up to like go poop, like go use the bathroom, and <laughs> I'm like, oh, someone's got a stinky booty, huh? <laughs> wow, I uh, have been led into your relationship on a level I didn't want to be on. Uh, talking about uh, each other's stinky booties. All right. Yeah, man. Um, the relationship's at another level when you smell the other person's poop. It is. Uh, I guess I. We've like barely hit that level. Me and my wife. Of, <laughs> Five of years six into years, yeah. into your marriage. <laughs> is is nothing sacred? You guys had your first fight the other day about her not using the poopery. <laughs> the spray stuff. Yeah. Uh, oh, so John Legend backing up and then uh, going back. Uh, oh yeah, back to the dinner music. So that's yes. dinner music. So we're doing dinner music. Uh huh. Um, and there was a ton of people dancing, but Pete Holmes is a very tall man. Uh, I would notice him, and he wasn't on the dance floor. So I did try to... <laughs> so so just so we're clear to the audience, you were looking for Pete Holmes on the dance floor. Oh, of course. Why wouldn't I be? You wanted to see if he knew how to do the electric slide? And I'm the band leader, so I'm the one in charge of all the songs. And mm-hmm. I'm like, hey guys, let's do this song. Yeah, you're like, you're thinking, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how weird you're willing to make it. Yeah. So, uh... I did, very intentionally, I tried to bait him out on the dance floor uh, by calling the classic song by Amy Winehouse, Valerie. Oh, that's hilarious. Because his wife's name is Valerie, or Val, or Uh Sweet Lady Val. Uh, Or Val Kilmer. Or Val Kilmer. (laughs) Or Batman. Uh, And I am sorry to report that it didn't work. Dang. And, but I was thinking about it after. But they, and I have was a, like, they have a baby. They do have a baby. But I was in my mind. I was like, "Here, hold oh. my baby. This is our song." <laughs> right, right. But and like, not that it would be their song, but that he would go like, "Oh, this song is called Valerie. Your name is Valerie. Let's let's dance." But then I was thinking about it, and my wife's name is Faith. <laughs> and if I was at a wedding and they played Faith by George Michael, God I wouldn't faith. be like, do, "We do, have do, to get do. out there." <laughs> All, yeah. Also. Like I just like imagine like we cut to uh we cut to back to the wedding and we, but it's like Pete Holmes' perspective and he leans over to uh he leans over to his wife he's like oh god the, <laughs> that bass player I saw by the bathroom <laughs> is trying to get me to go out on the dance floor by playing Valerie how pathetic <laughs> that's probably what happened yeah he's um, like he's like I'm stressed out I'm gonna need a steak tonight <laughs> like he's nothing like he is on the podcast. <laughs> 
Uh, and then unfortunately, I didn't see him the rest of the night. So. Oh yeah, he definitely took off. Yeah, because that's one thing that having a little baby gets you is a is a is a way out. Without it was having, also cold. Without having to explain yourself, it was oh, out. Yeah. It was outdoors the entire it was time. Outdoors, yeah. Oh man, that's really unfortunate. Um. Yeah. Oh no, babies are great for getting you out of stuff, especially when they're small. I do that all the time. Mm-hmm. Are they good for getting you out of sex with your spouse? They're great for that. <laughs> <laughs> good to know <laughs> let's let's go ahead and edit that out uh back it up <laughs> um okay so that's cool did you do anything else interesting before i get into my week uh literally nothing else i sat on the couch and watched my ad free hulu the rest of the week what did you do <laughs> weird flex but but okay um what did i do this past week you know i'm gonna cheat and go to my calendar and look at my oh, my wow. things i did this give past us the week. rundown the rundown it's a good movie uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Um, no, I oh, that. I was on a. Uh, I don't know if I can talk about the details of it because I signed an NDA. Oh god! But I was part of a gay Big shot over here. I was a yeah, I know, right? That's a that's. I that's, had a, a lot of really cool stuff this week. I can't talk about any. That's a of it weird. On the that's a weird way to flex about the things you did during the week. You know what? I want to tell you, but I signed this NDA. Um, I don't think I can give you like details about the like the nature of the show, but I was part of like a game show like testing okay. scenario and that was pretty cool it was my first time doing something like that uh can you give it no nope, that's more it impro- okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> no uh they're they're basically in the testing phase like there's this company that uh is hired by a tv network to like uh make basically a proof of concept Which network i can't i what can't concept? tell you it's a concept for a game show what game show uh there's no name for it yet um okay, continue uh yeah, they hire this company to do like make like basically a proof of concept video for the game show idea that they're working that on. You can't talk about that. I can't talk about the specifics of which I can't talk about. Um, all right, if you want to know, it's celebrity tetherball oh. uh, tournament. I'm kidding. Actually, based on like we just had the masked singer, <laughs> yeah. celebrity tetherball would kill. Yeah, or celebrity dodgeball would be pretty cool. I'm pretty sure they've already had that though. E- probably. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, it's like a game show. And, it, you know, it's like a, you know, try to win money kind of game show. Like, mm-hmm. typically they all are um, kind of, you know, that type of thing. And it was cool. It sucked, though, because, like, <laughs> they did a re- – this company's I'll give them props, even though I can't say who they are. I'll give them props because they did a really good job of making us, like – really get into the game as if we were going to win a million dollars like even though at the end of the day they were just like all right thanks for coming (laughs) (laughs) this game show does not work at all (laughs) yeah so there was yeah there were there were a lot of hills and valleys there Mm. emotionally um but yes i did that that was pretty cool that was in burbank so i got to drive to burbank this week (laughs) wow so you can tell us it was in burbank yeah, I can't tell you it was in okay. Burbank. A okay. lot of things are in Burbank. Yeah, a lot of game shows are in Burbank, too. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I did that. I'm trying to think. Did I do anything else interesting? Anything else interesting? No, just paid some bills. Paid my health insurance. Um, yep. So now Me I can too. go to the doctor and not hate myself. Right. <laughs> um. Well, you're still going to go to the doctor and hate yourself. It's just going to be a little cheaper. That's true. Um, oh, I guess I can plug this, too. Um, actually, I'm happy to plug this. Is it plug time right now? It's not plug time, but this was part of my week, so, I mean, I got to include it. Take your plugs out, dude. <laughs> my my earplugs? Yeah. No, you mean my my gauges? Like my, my, yeah, your yeah. gauges. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, I was on... Uh, I did an episode of another podcast called... Hold up. Are you cheating on me? I am cheating on you. It was a one-time thing, though. Well, I don't know. Hopefully, it's not a one-time thing, but... Um, wow. Wow. 
Uh, you and I have a mutual friend named Liz, and she has a podcast called Mystery in the Radio Waves, and it's a podcast where she gets a bunch of actors and improvisers together, and they cold read a an old like 30s 1930s radio play and then after the cold read the the improvisers improvise a parody um version of the radio play and i was both an actor in the cold read as well as an improviser in the improvised part and it was a lot of fun we there's a lot of people in a tiny podcast studio and we laughed and sweated a bunch and it was good Sweaty podcast. You can find that. uh, Just uh, I think you can find it on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. But worst come to worst, just go to Mystery in the Radio Waves on Instagram, and you can find everything you need there. At Mystery in the Radio Waves podcast is the is that the full thing? Okay, and I know that so specifically because I looked it up, and I was shocked at how long the name was. At Mystery in the Radio Waves podcast. Like you, I was like, Instagram allows that in- many? Instagram doesn't have a character limit yeah. when it comes to your uh, your name on Apparently there? Apparently not. You can type a manifesto in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's cool. I well, did let's that. check it out. Yeah. We, you should check out the episode. I believe it's out uh, when this when this airs. It should be out by now. So go uh, check it out. We'll post it on the Instagram. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely we'll definitely big it up when this comes out. Uh, I do an Irish accent on the uh, on the episode. I know how you love sneaking in your. I your love I love doing accents. <laughs> and the whole of Ireland was there to see it, including John Jameson. Uh, those commercials are brilliant. But yeah, no, I um, yeah I did an Irish accent. It was really fun. Uh, you should check it out. All right. Uh, anything else that I did? I DJed like a fundraiser gala for a uh, for a, a museum, a local mm. museum here in town, and that was fun because it was like um, it's like a children's museum. So like it's a museum des- designed to like get children excited about science and things like that. Uh, and a lot of they had like a like they're not. I wouldn't call them keynote speakers because they were because um, it's a children's museum because <laughs> it's a children's museum. <laughs> so. Um, uh, maybe they're kid note speakers. I don't know. Mm, uh, I don't know. We'll get estimates. Edit that. Yeah, we'll edit that. Um, <laughs> no, so they had like speakers from G- the Jet Propulsion Lab, which is not far from here, and from NASA and stuff like that. And they came and like talked about like, oh, Mercury is in Rockets retrograde. Cool. <laughs> they said Mercury is in retrograde. <laughs> yeah, I. You know what's weird? Have you ever seen the number twenty three with uh, Jim Carrey? Uh, I think I have. I don't remember anything about it. It's a movie about like numerology and how like this guy becomes obsessed with the number twenty three and he starts seeing it everywhere and like. Mm-hmm. Whoa. I feel like I've been having that lately with the phrase "Mercury is in retrograde" because I've heard it probably six times in the last five days, which is probably more times than people hear that phrase in their entire life. Well, I think it's because Mercury is in retrograde right now. Oh, did I'm that, not trying to trigger you by it, saying it again. Did it just happen? Like, is, I'm, well, I'm assuming. I don't know. But assuming that everyone's talking about it, like everyone's also talking about R. Kelly right now, but that doesn't mean like... And he's definitely in retrograde. (laughs) (laughs) R. Kelly's definitely taking some steps back. (laughs) Oh, man. Michael Jackson's in retrograde. A lot of things are in retrograde right now. We should Google what retrograde means. (laughs) So we're not sued for libel. Yeah, I think so. It's yeah, it's retrograde. It's like retro means go to, like back, like mm-hmm. so. It's like moving backwards. I think so for sure. Yeah, I think yeah. I think it's, it was a good decision to have a no googling policy while we're recording. <laughs> that's true. So yeah, that's what I that's what I did this week. All right, all right. Let's cool. get into 
some of the things that happened outside the, of our the uh, news. Yeah, the news. Um, should rest- we have like uh, for different segments? Should we have like news? Nah, man, this ain't NPR. Yeah, that was a very NPR. I'm not. I'm not Ira Glass. That was a very NPR music intro. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know Ira Glass. <laughs> I was gonna try, but he's he, he's got a difficult. He's got such a fascinating voice. I try to do an impression when I listen to him, and it's so hard. My NPR voice just ends up sounding like Sam Harris. <laughs> Welcome to the Waking Up Podcast. This is Sam Harris. Okay. <laughs> he does that That's before every episode. It's pretty great. Uh, so, okay, so getting into the sh- g- 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 t- t- the news. <laughs> the news. Uh, rest in peace to Luke Perry, man. So I don't know who Luke Perry is. I, yes, I agree with you, rest in peace. That's because you didn't anytime, watch TV as a child. Anytime anyone <laughs> passes away, it's sad. Yeah. And uh, 90210. Yeah. Uh-huh. And some other other stuff. things yeah he was like you know teenage heartthrob in the but 80s went, and stuff i saw luke perry died and i was like oh is he like a country singer because it sounds like it'd be a country singer yeah you're thinking of uh, the band perry oh uh, okay not mm-hmm. the luke perry not the luke perry the okay. band perry gotcha. yeah or luke there's another there's luke a country artist Brian? luke luke Bryan. Yeah, yeah. yeah who also died this week unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> just kidding he did not die um, no, yeah, Luke Perry died. Of, uh, he had a, a stroke oh, and then right. and then died. And uh, he wasn't that old. In the hospital. No, he's probably in his 50s. Huh. Yeah, it was really sad. It was really sudden and out of nowhere. That was crazy. Um, uh, Janice Freeman died from The Voice. Um, I... She passed. I don't know very who Janice Freeman is. She was, uh, she's actually local from here. Uh, but she was a contestant on The Voice and had battled... Like, kind of like health issues for a while. She had, uh, I think it was, man, I want to say, she had cancer. I think, I can't remember the specific, like, kind of cancer, but I know she had cancer for a while, which she beat, actually, Mm. from what I understand. And I think she had lupus, too. Um, But she eventually died of, I think it was a blood clot. Um, Yeah, she passed. She was really young. So that just happened recently. I know, like, the music community is. Is really kind of and the and bummed the TV about that. community and the TV community. I know Miley Cyrus posted like a tribute to her and stuff like that. Oh man, yeah, it was. This is a downer episode. No, it was it, a downer was, week. Yeah, I mean, we life is precious, man. We gotta, you know, treat each other well while we're here. But that's why we're here. You know, at the weekly regular, we're here to to encourage and inspire all the all you regulars out there to. Uh, to live a life that's shared with others that's why it's a conversation podcast between me and you because what's life if we're not sharing it with other people the people we love you know love you man love you too we just kissed on the mouth <laughs> um <laughs> so yeah there's that your lips are very chapped sp- yeah speaking of kissed on the mouth uh pete davidson our boy pete Woo! our boy pdd he is Doing some kissing on the mouth. Yeah, he he was spotted kissing on and in Kate Beckinsale at a hockey game. Here's the thing. There's so many things funny about what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's clearly a, a PR move. No, P, you don't just, a PD move. A, Pete Davidson. Because <laughs> you don't just go... You don't just be a celebrity and go to a hockey game, <laughs> yeah. first of all. Unless you're being paid to be there. Yeah. And then you also don't, like, 
make out enough so that people are noticing you. Right. Because you you know if you're of that status that you know you you want photos to to circulate around the internet. You want to be a meme. Right. And Kate Beckinsale doesn't strike me as a person who just goes to hockey games. <laughs> Like, if she wasn't there on a date, you're not just going to catch Kate Beckinsale at the local Ontario Rain game. (laughs) She's like, I'm a big hockey fan, especially the lower leagues. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. She's like, nah, I don't want to watch that pro crap. (laughs) I want to watch it where the guys are still hungry. (laughs) Ontario Rain. That's what she enjoys. This is where people are fighting for their dreams. Can you imagine if you went to the, you went to Ontario, California, and you went to the Citizens Business Bank Arena, and <laughs> and at the beginning of the game, they're like, here tonight, as she is every night, <laughs> a staple here at the Ontario Rain, Kate Beckinsale. I was doing Don Pardo right now. <laughs> Speaking of Pete Davidson. Pete's Kate like, Beckinsale. Hey can you, can you uh, come and uh, announce my, my girl yeah. on the... Uh... I'll fly you out to Ontario. <laughs> Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. That's musical real. guest. <laughs> yeah, they're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> they're not a musical guest. Just singing the national anthem. Not a musical guest. <laughs> Beck Bennett. Well, he's also there for some reason. Um... Yeah, no, that was interesting. How does Pete Davidson keep, like, convincing some of the most attractive people on earth to make out with him? That's a good question. He's not a he's not a looker. It's like also there's like I think if you charted it out, there's like an uh, a corollary a correlation between the crazy the more crazy his hair gets, the more attractive and like um, high profile the women he dates are. Mm. He's the wild card. So, like, next week he's going to have, like, a mohawk and he'll be kissing, like, <laughs> the Queen of England or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's crazy. Like, his hair is crazy. Yes. Yeah. What if, like, what if we found out, like, like they release his tax returns and, like, we found out he's just, like, paying these women to, like, make, make public appearances with him to, like, up his, like, his street cred? Well, this probably, this instance, now that I'm thinking about it, is probably, like, a revenge thing on Ariana Grande. Because I feel like mm. she's kind of dragged him through the mud. I think she's doing all right. <laughs> well, I, well, sure. But he needs to be like, hey, no. Because, like, thank you next and, like... All of that. It was just, I feel like, very... Everyone knows she's talking about. Do you think uh, he got the hockey arena to change the filter for the kiss cam to say, thank you, next cam? (laughs) I hope so. You think he did that? If he got Don Pardo there, then he could afford to do that, yeah. What if, like, they were on the kiss cam and he kissed her, and then he looked straight into the camera and said, hey, yo, Ariana. He's like, you know what? God is a woman, and her name's Kate Beckinsale. (laughs) Um... Pete Holmes jokes. Or Pete Holmes. Pete Davidson Pete. jokes. <laughs> you think Pete Pete Holmes has ever kissed Kate Beckinsale? Pete Holmes? Definitely. <laughs> if you if you watch Crashing, yeah. So some of the casting in that, like I don't know if you uh, Some of the crashing casting? Some of the crashing casting. There's a whole the casting. like sub Twitter of people being like Hey, crashing's cool, but I don't need to see Pete Holmes having sex this much. <laughs> yeah, no, you, no, like that, no, no one, one wants to see Pete Holmes's butt this much. 
<laughs> you think that's why he got into doing his own show? He's like, wait, he's talking to Judd Apatow. He's like, wait, you mean to tell me if I have a show on HBO, I can have pretend sex with anyone I want? <laughs> and they have to agree to do it because they're on the show? <laughs> no, no, Pete Holmes is a good guy. Yeah. Judd, I- Judd Apatow would never let him do that. Uh, we'll never know. I, I didn't talk to him. I, that's what I would have asked him. That's true. Hey, man, that's crazy. Like, you see him going to the bathroom at that wedding. Like, hey, man, quick question. Uh, <laughs> do you have a show on HBO just so you can have pretend sex with actresses? <laughs> that would be, that'd be crazy. He wouldn't know what to say. Unless the answer is yes. <laughs> he just says yes and goes to the bathroom. <laughs> that'd be great. <laughs> Um, okay, what else happened this week? Um, T-Pain, uh, Terrence, Terrence Payne, (laughs) I don't know if that's his real name, (laughs) Terrence Payne, T.Pain, uh, won the Masked Singer competition show, uh, on on NBC, uh, this fall at 8, 8, 7 Central. Okay. (laughs) I haven't watched a show at all, uh, but I saw that it was over, so I was like, oh, who won? And I guess I was expecting... That's a surprise, because T-Pain is mainly known for his auto-tune. Mm-hmm. But I guess I was expecting people who, like, aren't... Aren't in the singer. music industry yeah. at all. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I think it, it, it seems like he was kind of... He was, like, the only one who was. So it's kind of cheating. <laughs> yeah. That's like when Charlie Chaplin... Or no, I guess he got second or third in the Charlie Chaplin oh, lookalike sorry. contest. But that's not... That's not fair that's like like of course name a name a uh of course uh uh, lebron is gonna like clean up at a community basketball game it's like tiger woods uh it's like tiger woods agreeing to play in a celebrity golf tournament for charity yeah (laughs) and just mopping the floor with everyone yeah (laughs) like well this isn't fun right Shaq is really upset um yeah, no, uh, yeah, it was a surprise to me. I'm like, well, of course T-Pain won. Like, he's the only one who actually sings. Right. He's going up against, like, <laughs> just random people. Like, Ken Jeong was on there? Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's the only other one I know. Mm-hmm. And then a bunch of randos. A bunch of randos. I'm sure they appreciate you saying that about them. Well, it with that kind of a show, uh, I looked at the names and I was like, I don't remember the names, and again, strict no Googling policy, but... Uh, I remember looking at them and going, oh, so they went the C-list celebrity route. Got it. Yeah, it has to be people who have the free time to do this and are willing to do it. Yes. <laughs> like, they haven't been in the spotlight for, like, 10, 15 years. Mm-hmm. And you got to find people who are less famous than Nick Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> so Which it's is like... <laughs> not easy to do. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> um, uh, what if Mariah Carey was one of the contestants? You think she'd win? She probably no. wouldn't even win. <laughs> no, she wouldn't win. If she was actually singing, she wouldn't win. <laughs> but but she only sings Mariah Carey songs, though. <laughs> like, you're pretty good. <laughs> I don't want to lie for Christmas. <laughs> like, every episode, it's like, hey, um, woman in the, in the, the, the rabbit mask, you've got to sing a different song. <laughs> you have to. <laughs> First of all, it's mid-March. <laughs> Second of all, you sang that the last four weeks. <laughs> and it's been horrible every time. <laughs> She's like, I know, I can't hear the track. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny um okay what else is uh, going on in the news uh have you seen the bright burn trailer the bright bart trailer <laughs> bright burn trailer bright 
Burn, no. Okay, uh, Bright Burn is a movie uh, being directed by James Gunn, former director of Guardians of the Galaxy franchise movies. James Gunn. That's not his drop. That's he's, not. But his... he sounds like he'd be like a character in a western. No, that's too on the nose. Uh, <laughs> Nobody in in the turn of the century, uh, Colorado, was that on the nose about their names. Well, like Clint Eastwood would be James. Clint Eastwood is James Gunn. That's like making a samurai movie, and the lead lead character's name is like Toshido Sword. Yeah, I'd watch that. That sounds amazing. No, man. You know he's gonna clean up. Nah. But anyway, um, yeah, Brightburn is a movie directed by James Gunn, and it's his first movie uh, since being fired from Guardians of the Galaxy, and it's a DC Universe movie, um, mm. so he'll show them. But actually, it looks really cool. It's like the story. It's based on a comic book, and it's the story is like, what if the Superman story happened, but the kid decided to not be good and to not value humanity and just starts murdering people? <laughs> And he has cool. all Superman powers and, and everything. And, and the trailer's cool because it's shot and looks just like Man of Steel, which is pretty cool. So still very DC looking. Because I feel like mm-hmm. every DC movie looks like that. Right. And it, and it kind of plays on your expectations because you're expecting it to be, oh, this is was this another Superman movie? But then he starts like murdering. Like, oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, the, in Man of Steel, he also murdered people. So He did. Right <laughs> A lot of end. people. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And okay. He, yeah. So, it looks good, though. No, it looks really good. I was surprised by it. You should check it out. Is is Steve Bannon involved at all? Steve Bannon is not involved. He's not like a producer or Actually, this is the, the, the official campaign film for uh, the Republican National Convention this year. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh. Just kidding. Just kidders. Just Margot Kidder. I don't... Who's Margot Kidder? Uh, Sorry, I don't get your references. I think she played... I don't know. The name sounds familiar. I think she played the black cat originally or something like Or like, not the black cat. The bla- uh, who's the black cat? The black cat. The cat woman? That was Halle Berry. No, that's what I was thinking of. She did play Catwoman, but before Halle Berry made the role famous. Oh. JK. <laughs> JK Simmons. <laughs> JK Simmons, who's also in the in, DC Universe. Yes, he he plays Commissioner Gordon. In what movie? Because he's also uh, Mr. In Just- Jameson. In Justice Le- No, that's Marvel. I know, but he's also in Marvel then, too. Yes, he is. You can, cool. Two things can be true. <laughs> I feel like there's not a lot of crossover with actors. No, but he's not. He's not. He doesn't play Jonah Jameson anymore. He did in the Sam Raimi movies. Right. But now he's not. It's. I think it's someone. I don't think they've had done a Jonah Jameson in the recent Spider Man movies. But. Was the whole of Ireland there to, to see him? <laughs> The the whole the whole of Gotham was there to see him, including J. Jonah Jameson. Stupid. <laughs> um, so yeah, Brightburn trailer. Um, do you got any headlines before we dive into like the well, so the bummer stuff, right? So I feel like if we're uh, building a sandwich here. We got oh, the bread. I don't want the sandwich. I don't we want it. We got the bread. <laughs> we got the lettuce. I know you don't want lettuce on a sandwich. We don't have to dive into the construction of a sandwich. Okay. We got the tomato. I know you're anti-tomato. We got uh, the the mayo. We got the whatever. And then the bummer meat in the middle. The topic we know we need to talk about, but... Uh, we, let's, let's, just, let's just dive into it. <sighs> All right. 
R. Kelly. R. Kelly. <laughs> Have you have you seen the interview in its entirety? I haven't seen it in, in its entirety. I've seen I, clips. Yeah. A I, lot of clips. I'm planning on watching the interview in its entirety. I don't know if I can I don't excuse me, I don't know if I can make it through it though. It's uh It's pretty crazy. Yeah. So they, part two came out this morning. Real and that's this is with the two women. Yes, with the two women. Because he as our as we've recently discovered over the past twenty four hours, R. Kelly has been taken into custody again for yes. uh back child support payments yeah. totaling of allegedly hundred and sixty thousand dollars. Yeah. And this is especially funny and ironic because in his interview before it was talking about how the people who are trying to get him sent to jail for the alleged crimes are doing so to try to destroy the relationship he has with his children. <laughs> Sounds like <laughs> sounds like it's not a relationship at all. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. Uh, um, yeah, him like standing up and uh, screaming at Gail King. Uh, there's that photo. Uh, basically, sums up the whole thing, and he's screaming and crying, and he doesn't. Uh, it, this is like a classic, like. Um, guilty move yeah yeah where he doesn't ever say like no i didn't do this right he just he, he, he says why would i do that yeah and it's like he's not saying he didn't do it he's just expressing how upset he is at the potential consequences yeah <laughs> so yeah. he's he's essentially he's not upset that because these are false allegations he's upset at what the consequences could mean right this is gonna ruin my life <laughs> yeah like, which yeah, is bud. which is a realization only to him <laughs> <laughs> we knew this was a bad idea in the 90s <laughs> right oh yeah yeah so yeah it's pretty it's actually pretty hard to watch because it's it like is. he's just so clearly like it doesn't read to any sane person that i know that he's innocent <laughs> No. It just reads really badly, and he keeps he keeps using the phrase common sense. Like yeah. use your common sense. Why would I? I'm like nothing. Why would I do this? And that's really funny because like, and uh, the, you know they they had him dressed in this like very plain kind of normal guy gray suit with a black tie, and like he's sitting there and he's talking about like common sense. But I'm like nothing you've ever done in your career has ever you made a you made like a 12 hour long song called trapped in the closet in which <laughs> in which the woman that you were with was cheating on you with a police officer and a little person who was hanging out in the, the cupboard underneath like nothing to like that music video the world's greatest where he's like be basically being muhammad ali like after we've known about the video of him peeing on someone right <laughs> like nothing he's done like, in his career on, has been common sense <laughs> yeah you, you you can't use that argument yeah it's wild yeah uh, so then the the part two that came out this morning it's these two uh, younger girls. I think they're like 21 and 23. Mm -hmm. And they're both his girlfriends, like Hugh Hefner style. And okay. they're, they're like, yeah, no, they totally defend him. And they're like, he didn't do anything. We love him. Our parents are like just trying to get money out of him and yada, yada, And we yada. have wisdom about these kinds of things because we're 21 years old. <laughs> uh, oh, in the we were born after 9-11. <laughs> In the interview, too. <laughs> right. Like, Jesus. 
in the interview too uh she says like you know you are in a relationship with these two women and they're very young and he's like some some relationships are older man and a younger woman and some older men oh, was he, are into was younger he, women. Was he mansplaining relationships yes, to yes. Gail King? And he was like, and some younger women are into older men. And she was like, uh, would you say you're an older man that is into uh, younger women? And he goes, I love all women. <laughs> and like, <laughs> That doesn't help your like, case. come on. <laughs> what are... Uh, this is horrible. I'm starting to think like maybe his like whole like publicist and like his whole legal team, they're just kind of sick of him at this point and they're like trying to sabotage him cuz no way am I paying a publicist and a lawyer and a PR person and all of that and a manager and all that and they let me go on Good Morning America or whatever <laughs> the show is and make a mockery of myself the way that he did. Yeah, I heard actually that he just hired the same like crisis PR manager My- Michael Cohen <laughs> <laughs> the same crisis PR manager that Cosby had yeah Which, we see how well that how worked out that. for him yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah right like ha- wait ha- yeah how did that guy get the job I don't he know. didn't. Did, he failed. Maybe, I mean, maybe the guy, the uh, the Bill Cosby guy, came to R. Kelly. He was like, "Look, man, <laughs> Cosby may be in prison, but he did way more stuff <laughs> than what he got caught for. I can hook you up with that same deal." <laughs> oh. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, so actually, now post this interview because we've talked about this on this podcast before mm-hmm. is like the weird thing because we we both uh, do live music or DJ for events mm-hmm. uh, some the, with Pete Holmes some without so, Pete yes. Holmes <laughs> some sans Pete Holmes Holmes most uh, sans Pete Holmes yeah. a few potentially do you think he's related to Sherlock Holmes definitely okay uh, but the, you hear the here, recent... Fo- you heard it here first, folks. Sherlock Holmes, real person. But he's <laughs> he's related to the version that from the new uh, Holmes and Watson. <laughs> he's related to the Will Ferrell version <laughs> yes. of Sherlock Holmes? Yes. Okay, got it. Um, yeah, we've talked about like the weird thing of kind of not being able to play R. Kelly songs, and I feel like this interview solidified it, where it's like, ah, no, can't can't do it now yeah uh yeah feeling on your booty doesn't slap as hard <laughs> as it once did <laughs> yeah bump and grind is not uh doesn't not, quite doesn't quite slap the way that it, it wants to get did. Pete Holmes out of his chair to come dance. definitely not <laughs> I don't see nothing wrong all those lyrics are gross now <laughs> there's do you know the song I don't um, you notice in Bumper Grind he didn't say there's nothing wrong <laughs> he said I don't, I don't see nothing wrong <laughs> it's common sense <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> I don't I don't see nothing wrong man that's crazy oh <laughs> there's uh there's a R. Kelly song um seems like you're ready you know that song oh no yeah uh, seems like you're ready, girl. Are you ready? Okay. The in the end of the song, it goes. Seems like you're ready for underage sex. <laughs> no, it goes. I could have sworn you were ready. And it's like what? And this was like 20 years ago. But what? I was wrong. <laughs> Those are the actual words. You think so? If he, if he, if and when he goes to prison, do you think he's going to continue to make music from prison? 
No. If he does, no one wants to hear it. You don't think he's going to have trapped in the cell? <laughs> Real on the nose. Yeah. Oh. See, what's what's interesting is because there's now also the Michael Jackson documentary. Okay, let's get into that. So this is a slightly different scenario. I have not seen it, and I and I'm not su- super familiar with what's in it beyond like what we already know about Michael Jackson. So, so you, and tell me, let uh, me know. I haven't seen it, but I have read an article that uh, hit, hit the highlights. The, yes, like it's like eleven big allegations. Um, not like eleven instances, but it's it's centered around these two now grown men um, who Macaulay Culkin and Corey Feldman. Uh, not them. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Because uh, they both deny that anything happened. Because um, they hung out with Michael. Yeah, Jackson and for that them, time. probably not. Who knows? Um, Michael Jackson knows. Well, he's... that that monkey knows. Wait, what? His pet monkey. Bubbles. Oh, oh, Bubbles knows. Oh. <laughs> they should give Bubbles a, a, a lie detector test. <laughs> Your Honor, I'd so, like to call Bubbles to the stand. Bubbles, uh, if you could, uh, if you could recount the the evening of April twelfth, nineteen ninety seven, uh, was there any foul play involved? <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Uh, 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 jury, jury, take note of the the witness testimony. <laughs> that'd this be is, that'd be all. This would be a great crossover for what we talked about last week the uh, the um, Law and Order episode with the the three quarter gorilla guy. Oh yeah, yeah. I vaguely remember that. Uh, well, I actually listen to our podcast, so um, no, so I, that I can stay fresh. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't retread any ground that I've I've laid behind me. Is that why Even the things it, I'm saying right in this moment, once I'm done saying them, I won't remember anything that I've said previously. Is that why you insist on having a brand new location to record the podcast every week? Yeah, it's also why I carry around a stenographer because I'm, <laughs> I'm personally like in a, uh, I'm unable to, to retain. Oh, yeah, I just, my spirit won't let me. Oh, I'm sorry, but anyway, uh, Michael Jackson documentary. Yeah, so it's these two now grown men that uh, are saying, in very vivid detail some stuff that happened when they were very young with Michael Jackson. Uh, and it is horrible. Um, and the Michael Jackson estate has sued HBO to try to stop them from releasing it. Mm -hmm. They did not succeed. So what they've done instead is, uh, then there was two parts. The first one just came out, Mm -hmm. uh, the, at the exact same time that it started, they released on YouTube a, a, a previously unreleased live concert to be like, hey, no, guys, Michael Jackson's still. Wait, the estate did this? Yes. Oh, that's so, and that's gross. part two is Remember how good out. a dancer he was? Remember, guys? When part two Member. comes out, it's the same thing. They have another live concert to be like, hey, no, uh, look over here. <laughs> so, not great. Gross. Um... Yeah, it's different. So with Michael Jackson, just because he's he's not alive anymore. Yeah. So here's so here's 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 my, the tension I live in, especially as a black man, right? So I've been seeing 
on because when I go on Instagram and I go on Twitter, I I see the same Twitter and Instagram you see, but I also see black Twitter and black Instagram. You think I don't see black Twitter and black Instagram? I don't know if you do, but I'm just assuming you don't. But I'm seeing a lot of those posts no, with like right. with Michael Jackson's face and like the uh, the a sticker over his mouth that says "not guilty" or it says "innocent" or whatever. What is it? Oh, like? Did he actually do that, or that's like photoshopped or something? Someone photoshopped it okay. and then went viral or whatever, and people are posting it. Like, is there something in the documentary saying, like, saying he's not guilty of stuff, or like saying that people gave false testimonies or something? Because there's a lot of like this going around. Like, it's a shame what they're trying to do to Michael. Blah 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 blah. Oh no, I think it's just uh, primarily calling these two guys liars and saying that it didn't happen. Yeah. Are these guys trying to make take legal action, or are they just making no, this documentary? I think they did back in the day, like when it was around when it was happening, and I think that's covered some in the thing. Mm-hmm. And then they may have gotten settlement stuff from. So it. there's nothing for them to be gained at this point, really. At this point, no, because they're not going to get any money from the estate. Yeah. So I guess that brings me to like. I guess kind of really what I wanted to get to in this episode and kind of have a little convo about how I know R. Kelly's case and Michael Jackson's cases are a little different, um, but how do we, how do we reconcile these people versus how we endorse or enjoy their art? Right. Um, because I'm sure you guys have multiple Michael Jackson songs in we your sets. We have a ton. We got a ton of... And yeah. I love Michael Jackson music. Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy who... Another guy uh, who works for the same company with the bands uh, sent me a screenshot from a client and they had emailed and said, Hey, um, we're excited for our wedding uh, this week. Can you remove any Michael Jackson songs that were on your set list? Uh, because the documentaries are out and we just don't want to go there at all mm-hmm. um so it is it'll i don't know that it's going to be the same i it feels like with r kelly it's a swift like yeah no we're not gonna no we're done and michael jackson is gonna be more difficult to do that with because rock with you slaps so hard it does <laughs> i love rock with you rock with you is like my favorite maybe just song in general mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it's so good. I mean, ignition's cool, but <laughs> but it's, it's no, <laughs> no rock, rock with, with you. you. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard because I'm like, I don't know. At what point? I guess let me ask you. Let me just ask you specifically. At what point do you separate, or or are you able to even separate? Um, does knowing something negative about the guy who create or woman who created art, like? Can you do you feel like you can't enjoy the art or separate the art from the artist? Um I don't I don't know. Um I'm trying to think of something like something I guess Michael Jackson is maybe I mean, the best example. You do have a lot of like Hitler paintings up on your wall. Well, those are different. Those are from his his early years. Gotcha. Um but seriously, uh it, like I don't have a connection with R. Kelly's music on the in the same way that I do with Michael Jackson's music. Like I Michael Jackson's entire catalog, I'm very familiar with, and I love. Okay. So let's talk about Michael Jackson in particular. Um, does I like I don't want to see the documentary mm-hmm. because I don't want to have to make that decision, and I know that's like cowardly. Yeah, but I 
don't want to. I don't want to have to stop listening to it. So it sounds like you're not able to. Se- you're not able to separate the art from the artist. Well, I don't know. And the the, the difficult thing, yeah. Because I okay. So here's where I am. I'm, it's, it's it's hard. I'm from the school of thought where the art produced by an artist is is the production is a is a is an amalgam of like all of who that artist is and and came from the sum total of who they are the good stuff or the stuff we find admirable or inspiring and the terrible stuff like yeah. we we still hang van gogh paintings uh, up in buildings and pay millions of dollars for him, but he was like a schizophrenic who, you know, chopped his ear off and all kinds of weird stuff. This is Van Gogh, right? <laughs> the guy with one ear. Van Gogh. I think I think ear. it is. Yeah, I think yeah, it is. Right. Yeah, that let's just go right. with that. No Google. You know what I mean? Like, I. But we still hang those paintings. Like, are we celebrating his mental illness? Like, are we? My thing is like, I guess at what I guess is I guess it's up where, to the where in, do we draw the line? I guess it's up to the individual. Like what you feel like because i mean to to hang a van gogh painting or to buy a van gogh painting is not to endorse you know self-mutilation or like you know to i don't know uh you know what i mean yeah like i mean that's to, also to, to listen to enjoy a michael jackson song that you are fond of because you know you heard it when you're a little kid and it's like yeah that isn't that's not to endorse any negative thing that Michael Jackson may have been or done, it's to appreciate a work of art that a very flawed person made. And I don't know, and I don't know at what point, I mean, should there be any sort of like societal shaming or like, um, taboo against like enjoying such art? Does that make sense? I don't know. Yeah. I, I think where it gets tricky is because it's a different thing for everyone. Mm hmm. And it's personal for everyone. So, like, I may be fine listening to Michael Jackson music because it makes me think of, like, for me, music often makes me think of where I was when I was first listening to it. Mm -hmm. So, like, if I listen to Off the Wall, um, it's me in, like, college driving to Fresh and Easy, getting a microwave burrito in my Volvo. Because you went to college in the 70s when Off the Wall came out. <laughs> but no, that's when I like dove into it and that, yeah, that's like yeah. all I was listening to yeah, on yeah. repeat. Um, but like for someone else, if they if they can't get over that and it's going to be difficult for them to listen to it, I don't know. It like... No, I, 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 I what you're saying. You know, I, I can't be saying. like, no, get over it. It's fine. But the inverse of that is, should you be able to shame someone for still enjoying an R. Kelly song, or still enjoying a Michael Jackson song, if you if it if you've drawn the line somewhere in the in you know, right? Um, well, I, I going to the most extreme example that we made a joke about. There are Hitler paintings, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like we haven't destroyed those. Mm-hmm. They, which means they still hold some. We still ascribe them some kind of value. Yeah, like historical significance. Yeah. Even though this was made by, like, the most extreme example of like a, mm-hmm. a, the most evil human being that we can think of. I actually don't believe in evil. Okay. Here we, we go. We can get into that, but 
Well, I think we're going to have to. That's that's a bomb to drop right there. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think evil is a very dismissive uh, idea and concept. And I think it's very dismissive of um, humanity and very dismissive of... uh, I think the idea of evil is counterintuitive to the idea that we all have the capacity for love and compassion mm-hmm. and to say something is evil is almost like saying something is crazy where like it's it, to me it's just as dismissive yeah. to say hitler was evil i think i think it's, it does us a disservice in in preventing behaviors and th- in manifestations of bad behavior like that from happening in the future because if it's Mm. if you just chalk it up to some unseen evil force because evil it implies that it wasn't hitler it was the evil and i I just don't i just don't jive with that Mm. because like i don't know to me to say something somebody did something that something evil or or they were an evil person kind of like means that they were beyond you know reproach or beyond like repair and i just don't know if i believe that you know yeah um like i feel like we're all on a spectrum of like on one end there's like complete love and compassion and on the other end is like evil no i'm just kidding on the other (laughs) (laughs) on the other end is like is you know a sociopath and someone who's completely mentally by ne- not by no fault of their own, in- mentally incapable of feeling love and compassion for another person, mm-hmm. and we're all on a spectrum, and we oscillate on that spectrum yeah. um, towards one side or the other all the time with Definitely. every decision that we make. And so, because of that, I don't think anyone is beyond repair. Because yeah, I, I would agree with that. And so, I don't think, and for that reason, I mean, there's all kinds of tangents you can go down, but I don't believe in punitive judgment, like because ultimately, I don't think we are in control of ourselves as much as we think we are mm. and now my, my sam harris is showing <laughs> but uh welcome to the weekly regular podcast my name's asan okay <laughs> um <laughs> that's a little deeper than sam harris but um no i just think you know we're there's so many different factors going on in our decision making that we're not even aware of and i mean yeah. there are people who make livings manipulating that yes. and there are algorithms and robots now that manipulate are designed that. Yeah. to manip- manip- manipulate those things so i'm like if someone does something terrible right if someone does something objectively terrible and objectively uh, undermines someone's humanity and their right to life and flourishing and and all of that they made that decision partly under their control. We assume if they're mentally there and partly out of their control. So I think it's more productive to rectify why someone make that would make that decision Mm. rather than simply punishing them for the decision in some way that isn't really constructive to making society as a whole better. Yeah. And, and to say someone is evil under like, dismisses all of that completely and i just i don't know i'm just not really with that you know yeah i mean with with hitler 
Um, this is a hilarious podcast, by the way. This is a hilarious episode. This is going down. Our, in the our books. podcast stream is going to be like, it's going to be like fifty episodes in the comedy section, and then one in the uh, <laughs> one in like the true crime section or something, you know. But like, if you're saying like, uh, there's a spectrum of like evil versus good or whatever. No, I don't know. Okay, but but you said like we all exist in a spectrum. Right. Right. A compassion and the lack thereof. Yes. So at the we have placed uh Hitler all the way at the opposite end. You have. I'm no I'm just kidding. No, I mean we as as society <laughs> I'm have placed him there. Yeah. Right. Um but I think if you were to actually and this this sounds crazy and not to you, but uh to maybe someone else, but I feel like if you were to actually go over to that end of the spectrum, you would see not only like some humanity, but you would also see like people that that are quote unquote evil or doing bad things. They don't think they're doing bad things. Like they think they're most often they don't. Right. Yeah. They think they're like in the right. Most people who do, I mean. Isn't it fair to say that most people who are willing to commit the most heinous things that we've ever seen in, in humanity, doesn't that constitute a mental illness? <laughs> like, if you're so removed from the heinousness, I don't know if heinousness is a word, the hay, the heinacity, <laughs> if you're so removed from the heinacity of the act that you're it's committing, sure. that you're still willing to do it doesn't i mean isn't that some kind of isn't there something deeper than just like oh you made a mistake <laughs> like no like there's some kind of something mentally is not there something it's not it's not clicking for you that would you... to play devil's advocate <laughs> and i chose those words very specifically have you seen the movie devil's advocate with keanu reeves and robert de niro no it's crazy but keep going robert uh, de niro's the devil and keanu reeves, is, keanu reeves is his attorney don't do not derail me it's not robert de niro it's uh what's his name the other one al pacino uh wouldn't that be what you're describing couldn't you also call that evil no because there's no cure for evil but there's there's ostensibly there's cures for there's there's paths to repair from mental illness in most cases hmm. and 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 i don't think i don't think the distinction is not for nothing because evil people are very willing to throw evil things away and to not think about them but if someone was sick in the head and someone had an illness you're you're much more inclined to treat those people differently uh i would argue that uh in this country we don't well yeah but i mean but i'm not here to necessarily <laughs> talk about the political implications of the criminal justice system but i am i am talking about like the i think the wording matters because if if your if your nephew or your son if your son grew up went out and joined a gang and was pressured by his gang as part of the initiation to murder someone and he did it uh, or he he was attempting to rob someone and accidentally killed him and murdered them you would you would expect to treat that scenario much differently than if your son was a paranoid schizophrenic and thought someone who was walking pretty close behind him was going to murder him mm -hmm. and the voices in his head told him to kill that person you would treat those situations very differently with how you went about um, not even just how you went about institutionalizing but how you just went about viewing that person in the first one you'd probably be like I mean <laughs> you'd probably be a little bit harsher in the way you um, yeah, characterized yeah. your son's behavior and I think there's when you get down to it with something as extreme as like taking another life I think there's not much difference between those uh, 
extremes. I think the willingness. Yeah, I think I think we're I, I think they're on the same. That's what I'm trying to say. I think they're on the same spectrum. They're not on. They're not in different categories. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. One is closer to the lack of compassion side than the other for sure. But they're all they're on the same spectrum. So I think we should treat them like they're on the same spectrum. Mm. It should be about healing, not about punishing ever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if someone is willing to murder someone, there's something in them that's broken. You know what yes, I mean? Whether yes. whether or not we we want to admit it or not, there if you're willing to, to end someone else's life, there's something in you that's not whole. Yeah. Um, even though it may seem like, oh no, he just sh- shot her because it was his wife and she was in bed with another man. No, many people have been in that same scenario and have not shot someone. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? There's some kind of, there's something going on. So hmm. not to get super deep, but like, yeah, I just, evil is not a, I don't know. E- the words like evil and crazy and oh, he was a, he's a he's a monster monster yeah yeah those those are I don't, super I, I don't like that yeah, yeah super, there's no there's no and here here's my here's my uh uh my uh, my Jesus background coming up there's no room for redemption with evil and crazy hmm. um and there's no room for um there's no room for um communal redemption as well. Um, if it's up to unseen forces to handle it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, so when it comes to R. Kelly and Michael Jackson. Oh, monsters. Lock them up, throw away the key. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are, are, are you able... I'm assuming you are able to separate the art from the artist. I don't think you're required to. But you are able to. No, I don't... I, I don't... I don't think that's part of the process. I think that's you're asking the wrong question. I know, and I know it's ironic here's, because here's, I asked you that yes, question. Yes, you did, <laughs> and I kind of threw you under the bus right now. Yes, you did. <laughs> Which is what a lot of this podcast is going to be. Just so you know, <laughs> <laughs> just so we're clear, just so we're clear. That's kind Let's, of the, what we, we got going rename on. It under the bus <laughs> with Hassan and Brandon. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, okay. Let me ask you this directly. All right. Are you going to continue to listen to R. Kelly and or Michael Jackson? Um, I probably, I probably will not listen to R. Kelly anymore. I might listen to Michael Jackson. Why? I was never a big R. Kelly fan. So it's, it's not hard for me to let his catalog go. Yeah. And also like, I don't know. It kind of depends in my own private listening. Um, I think I I think I should distinguish between my own private listening and like what I would play professionally, at, professionally yes, in yeah. like a public setting. That's a different. I thing. probably will stay away from playing either of them just be, out of respect for Everyone anyone else who has yeah. a different opinion than I do. But um, I I don't particularly won't particularly listen to R. Kelly anymore because I don't even want to get into comparing what they did because that that's not yeah. that's not productive. I just... It's like comparing shitty apples to shitty oranges. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. Um, I think, well, in my personal opinion, if you really want to know, I think the sum total of R- who R. Kelly has showed himself to be yeah. is there's nothing... I have I personally have found or seen in what I know of R. Kelly nothing really redeeming about him as a person. So he's just straight evil? No, nothing like that. Not that there's no opportunity for redemption, because I yeah. think there is. But I personally have not seen any any anything about him um, that is a redeemable quality 
in him to justify me enjoying his art um now if he were to show some kind of like roads to redemption after he goes to prison or whatever then maybe that's a different conversation that'll be a different time but at least i've seen in my personal experience with michael jackson when i would go to his house i'm kidding my personal experience (laughs) with michael jackson you know in in consuming his art and like watching him as a public figure there have been certain things about him that i found um to be good Mm-hmm. Um, in spite of some of the things he's been accused of and, uh, uh, and I believe that he's done. Um, so I, but, but also in the same, but it's not to say that no, my knowledge of anything that he has done doesn't, um, weigh on me when I listen to that stuff. It, it's it, cause I think whether or not you, you boycott Michael Jackson from now into eternity or not, what, what he's done and what he's been accused of and what people are saying that he did it will always will always play a part and paint the picture of yeah. who this man was and like what his music then represents and i think that's all part of it and i don't think and if you can enjoy rock with you while knowing that he shared his bed with little boys then okay you know what i mean um and if you can't then that's okay too you know um but i'm in no position to like judge someone else who can't you know yeah like I mean, we'll get into this in a in a, a bonus episode we got coming up. But um, does you know does through the wire or you know diamonds from Sierra Leone or any of those Kanye songs like any you name your favorite Kanye song? Do they not slap as hard because he said stupid things this year or this past year? Yeah, well, I mean. Those are those are uh, obviously it's it's not. If, I'm not comparing. Right. If I'm not comparing, comparing shitty apples and shitty oranges, I'm not. It's like yeah, I'm not doing that. A but. still edible pear, <laughs> right? It's like a kiwi. It's like it's fine, but like no one wants to eat that, <laughs> right? It's like or it's like eating an apricot. It's like man, I wish this was a peach, right? Um, yeah, yeah. I'll, also, I think Michael Jackson is. Because he's been such a public figure his entire life, mm-hmm. uh, we know a lot about him and a lot about how messed up his upbringing was, and so mm-hmm. it it feels easier that's, to go. That's what I was going to say. We do as a as a society, we have a bias towards people where their mental illness seems more apparent. Yes, because um, I, I would argue that um, I mean, as we just revealed in that tangent that we went on that I led you on. Um, I think we're all on a spectrum of mental health and Ill- mental health versus illness. And I think there's just as much illness going on with R. Kelly that there is with Michael Jackson. But Michael Jackson, uh, he's been kind of kooky his whole existence. So we're like, mm-hmm. oh, he's clearly we're, we're a little bit more forgiving with Michael Jackson because it's like, oh, man, he looks like a ghoulish figure. And he built a theme right. park at his house and his dad wailed on him when they were children and he had this crazy life. But, I mean, we're not as forgiving with R. Kelly, and I'm not saying it's good or bad or one way or the other, um, but I just think we, I think these two cases being juxtaposed right now at this point in history is just, and it's interesting to me, hmm. because it, it, I think it illuminates a bias towards, like, what we th- think is, like, traditional signs of mental health issues and what we don't. Right. Um, I think R. Kelly's just as broken as a man, if not more, than Michael Jackson was, and I'm not to say, like... Not to say like he wasn't uh, uh, what he did wasn't wrong or anything like that, but um, yeah, I think he's just a broken a man, and it's clear. I mean, the way he, you know, lost it on Gail King is like that's a broken man. 
hollering right. at the top of his lungs about how he gave 30 years of his career <laughs> the, and the, we're, yeah. we're trying to bury him <laughs> the 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 worst best worst line this is from the i think this is from part two mm-hmm. he says uh she's saying something about i don't know but he's getting worked up and he's trying to like say that he's innocent mm-hmm. and how he does it is he's like Oh, he's trying to say that his ex-wife, he's, he doesn't have money to pay child support because his ex-wife is, like, trying to take his money. And so he says, we were married for 13 years. He's getting very worked up. And he says, and I was in love with her. I flew in on a helicopter and I proposed. I'm like, what? why are you talking about helicopters, man? What? Yeah. No one cares about your, like, sweet baller proposal. This is not, this is not what we're debating right now. Yeah, your your willingness to do lavish things is not in question here, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. He's a he's a broken man who's made some poor, poor, poor decisions that have hurt the lives of many people. And I mean, that's the story of a lot of a lot of people, unfortunately. But but uh, hopefully not Pete Holmes. Um, we'll we'll never know because I didn't actually talk to him. So yeah, he, you let that one go. He may be a monster. Who knows? Did you have you ever been to a wedding and R. Kelly was there? <laughs> no. <laughs> you didn't pass by R. Kelly on the way to the bathroom. <laughs> You're like I did, and I told him, "Hey man, big fan." <laughs> hey man, take it easy in there. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh man, oh, this is like. Uh, did you ever watch Boy Meets World? Uh, yeah, man. Okay, this is like <laughs> this Thursday on a very special episode of Boy Meets World. It's like when Sean's involved in the cult. You know what I mean? <laughs> this feels like that episode Sean. where it's like a surprisingly the actor, very serious the actor episode. Ryder Strong. <laughs> That's his name. Yeah, <laughs> that was one of the. Fr- you know what's funny? That was like one of the first interracial relationships I remember seeing on TV. Oh, was Sean and I forget the girlfriend's name, which is unfortunate. so. It wasn't that meaningful to you? <laughs> no, it was meaningful. I think. Oh man, I'm gonna eat it wrong. Maybe it was Crystal or Robin. Or something like that, but um, those Topanga names. Topanga is who you think. <laughs> no, not Topanga. Danielle Fischel. Um, no, I remember. But yeah, Sean was dating a black girl. That was like one of the first interracial interracial relationships I remember seeing mm. on, especially on Disney Channel. Like that was very, very progressive for them. Seems yeah. like they've gone a step back in that regard. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, uh, all right. Yeah. Um, you got anything else for today? I mean, that pretty much sums up the week. That sums it up. We did it. This week on a, a very a surprisingly serious weekly regular. <laughs> um, where can the people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find both of us at at Weekly Regular everywhere. Mm-hmm. And me personally at Bisha 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 everywhere on the internet. B-S-H-A-W three times. Bisha Bisha Bisha. Which now I'm conflicted about because of R. Kelly, Robert Kelly, <laughs> Brandon Shaw, Bisha feel like I need to is is B, is Brandon Shaw taken? Yeah. <laughs> and I kind like people have nicknamed me like B Shaw and I'm like oh that's kind of cool. But now that it's like R Kelly, ah. you should you should change so you change should change your handle. Instagram handle to at regular Brandon <laughs> because and just kind of lean really all the way into this. the <laughs> lean all the way into the podcast as part of your personal branding, your personal Brandon. <laughs> You should do it at regular Brandon. If, I'll still be at us on the DJ, uh, but you can. <laughs> I was going to say, if we both do it, I'm down. Us at regular Asan? Yeah. I don't know, dude. I'm getting a lot of business on Asan the DJ. 
<laughs> lot of, I signed a lot, lot of NDAs, man. I'm planning to propose. I got to rent a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> Where uh, can people find you? Oh, at uh, at Asan the DJ A H S O H N the DJ A H. How many H's was that? That's seven H's. Okay. A H S O H N the DJ H. <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then find us both at Weekly Regular. Next week, uh, next week we're going to have this regular episode, our weekly recap that we do. Um, but we're also going to have a bonus episode. Be on the lookout for the bonus episode. We are. Should we tell them what we're going to talk about? Don't tell them. Surprise. It's a bonus. Yeah. No. What I've. What if it's like exciting to them and it's like a cliffhanger? Yeah, but what if it changes? And they're like, hey, what happened to the Patrick Stewart episode? I thought you were going to have him on. Oh, oh man. Have you seen the the latest X-Men trailer for the, like, the X-Men movie no. that's supposed to come out last year, but it's coming out this year? No. It's called Dark Phoenix. Uh, what's his name from Glasses in it? James McAvoy? Oh, yeah. And he's playing Professor Xavier, but he's like leaning way into the role, and his accent is crazy. Because he's trying to do a Patrick Stewart. You should check it out. All right. Uh, you, well, don't, you don't want to you don't want to even hint at what we're going to talk about for the bonus episode. No, because again we're going to Patrick Stewart. Them. But we have guests coming on. The topic's not going to change. Yeah, but what? If, but what if the guests change and they're like, oh, I can't do Thursday. No, we won't tell. <laughs> Is that how our guests? That's how our guests talk. Now yeah. our guests have to sound like that. Oh, I'm a guest oh, on the podcast. Oh, weekly regularly. <laughs> um, anybody you want to shout out? This week, before we get off the air, uh, I'm gonna shout out to Joel. What's up, Joel? <laughs> Why? Why Joel? Because Joel. Uh, nah, I don't want to break the fourth wall. Never mind. Just Joel. He he uh, he texted me some stuff and replied to, to our Instagram. Oh, he had questions. He had questions yes, about had questions. The, the structure of the show. Yes. All right. Shout out to Joel. Anybody else? You want to shout out your wife? Nah, uh, no. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably surprise. She, she doesn't listen to this. Yeah, she definitely doesn't. Um, Who you shouting out? I'm gonna shout out. Uh, I'm shout out a few people. I'm gonna shout out uh, a friend of mine, Rachel Hollis. Rachel Hollis is an author. You're gonna and Hollis at her. I'm a Hollis at her. Holla, um, ain't no Hollis back, girl. <laughs> um, I'm a holla at Rachel Hollis. She's a friend of mine. Uh, I work with her sometimes. Uh, she's an author and uh, public speaker and all kinds of other good stuff. And she put out a book, her second, mm. her second book in the girl comma inspirational thing series. The first one was girl, wash your face. And, uh, this next one that she put out this week is that's what we should have talked about to recap the week, uh, is girl, stop apologizing mm. available everywhere. Amazon, Barnes and Noble, I assume target they have books B Dalton's <laughs> uh what are uh, uh, your local that school's scholastic book fair book fair don't get be, don't get goosebumps nah get girl stop apologizing <laughs> no seriously uh it's great uh I love Rach and I love uh her books and stuff so get them if you want to be elevated shout out Rachel Hollis um, shout out to all the listeners listening. We appreciate you guys all. You just you. I, I shout out Joel. You shout out all the listeners. <laughs> shout Rachel out Rachel Hollis and everyone. Shout else. out Pete Holmes. <laughs> Get out of here! You can't steal my Pete Holmes shout out. You didn't shout him out. I asked you if there's anyone else. Yeah, but now that I know you're like doing shout, cool shout shout outs. out to Nick. 
Nick sent us a really encouraging message on Instagram about the podcast. Yeah, we appreciate what's that. Up, Nick? We should start doing that, shouting yeah. out people who, yeah. who message us. Yeah. Shout out Nick. Um, shout out um Reese. Shout oh, out Reese. Yeah. Reese the drummer. Shout out to Reese. Um shout out to Tyrese Gibson. <laughs> Tyrese Gibson. Shout out to Julie. Shout out to Jess from Merced. Uh, sounds like we're doing a radio show now. <laughs> Shout out to anybody else? Uh, Anybody else message you well, about the no, podcast or is that it? covered everyone. You said shout out to all the listeners. So Any- anyone that's listening to this, they've <laughs> well, been anybody shot you wanna, at. Anybody you want to name in particular that, that shouted you out about the podcast on Instagram or something like that? No. <laughs> no? Shout out, to, uh, shout out to Gary, our first um, guest on a deep dive. As that wild was, as that was. Gary is great for coming through and doing that. Um, yeah, shout out to all of our future guests. Hey, you're covering everyone in the future too. <laughs> shout out to God, the no. Judeo-Christian God. <laughs> shout out to Zeus and the pantheon of Greek gods. <laughs> shout out to all the pagan gods out there. Shout out to everyone uh, who ever was and ever will be. <laughs> shout out to our future alien overlords that are sure to exist. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Shout out to everybody. Whatever, man. You can't just. You start the shout-outs, and then you steal the shout-outs. Uh, At least tell me the format of the shout-outs before you go clean up. Uh, is Michael's show still running at Second City? Yes. Yeah, hey, shout-out hey, to Michael. You, you do that shout-out. Michael You're- O'Connor's shout-out. Uh, it's uh, called More Guns. <laughs> it's, Sick. It's a, uh, it's a musical, comedy musical about the NRA. And where, where can you find uh, it? It's at Second City Hollywood. Okay. Uh, is there like is, an Instagram for it? Or? I don't, not that I know of. No, but if you go to Second City's Instagram, I'm sure it's on there. More Guns. Uh, more Guns. Written by Michael Conus? Uh by Michael Conus and someone else whose name I don't know, uh, but I have played in the musical a few times. It is mm-hmm. hilarious, uh, and it is surprisingly, uh, refreshingly bipartisan, so <laughs> go check it out. Nice. Um, yeah. Shout out to, to everyone. Appreciate it. Love you guys. <laughs> All right, see you next week. See you next week, Ricky Regular.